Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and once again I will be your host on today's podcast. Now today I am riding solo for a little while. I do have a very special guest coming on uh, a little bit later on but until then you're stuck with me. (laughs) Um, And yeah I am excited about today's topic because it's actually something that I get asked a lot um, and that is about uh, kids and witchcraft and kind of incorporating the two together. How do I do it? Do we do it? How do we encourage it? How do we get the kids involved? I think there's so many questions that parents have about involving their kids with witchcraft. It's a big topic and to be honest, I think it's a It's completely personal and everybody's going to have their own ways on how they, um, you know, incorporate the two together. Um, It also depends, I think, on the age of your kids and when you're going on the journey yourself. You know, I think if it's something that you've always been and your kids have literally grown up with it, then it's something that you wouldn't even second guess. But I think if you're coming into it a bit later on and you maybe have older kids, it's going to be a different journey than mine um, because I have two kids who are four and six. So I can only really talk about my experiences with kids of that age, Um, but maybe you'll get something from it. Um, Because I thought I would share about it today just because we know we're coming up to Yule soon and I think Yule is a very family orientated Sabbath so I thought maybe it would be a good time to to talk about this. Okay so I think it's kind of split up into two. Um, The first thing is whether or not we uh, include our children in our witch Uh, practice and I think the first part is I think that I I still think that people are fearful of um, judgment and persecution when it comes to saying you're a witch or that your children are involved with it or it's something that you believe in that your family is associated with it I think that people still have a lot of fear to admit it to people, which is totally fair enough. Like this is something that is ingrained in our minds from when we were born, you know, not, not obviously not as bad as it used to be where, you know, if you're a witch, you were killed 
because it was illegal and you know you worked with the devil and all that so obviously they had it a lot worse than than we do by a lot but I think you know we always grow up thinking the witch is the evil character and that people who study that um, do bad things or they work with the devil or it's frowned upon because it's not normal Um, and even though times are changing I think growing up people you just I guess maybe not like it's not a conscious thing but we're just kind of by watching stories and all of that that's kind of how we're molded to believe um whereas things like christianity um you know religions like that are normal and if you believe in god that's a normal thing so no one even really questions it but if you follow witchcraft and you you know believe in hecate or whatever that's not normal so people be like "Mm, i don't i don't get that and they there is still judgment and there is that but i think people are often hesitant to i guess include their kids because of fear that they're going to grow up in school where they're going to receive that judgment of you know your mom or your dad's a witch that's weird your family's evil and and you know what i'm sure it's probably it might happen. It might. So this is where I think it's, it comes down to personal choice of whether or not you feel comfortable, uh, I guess, putting your children in that, what's the word, in that situation, even though it, it might not even happen. It really, I think it really depends on the environment of the school and the kinds of people they hang out with, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, but I think, yes, First, you need to ask yourself, do you feel comfortable in your kids having to deal with that? Like I know some people who they still practice with their kids, but they tell their kids not to talk about it at school, not to be too open with it because they know that there will be judgment because they've gotten to know the parents and they know they're quite closed-minded. So it's better to just kind of not you know just just keep it under wraps like what we do at home is what we do at home and we don't really talk about it with other people and that that works for them so I'm all for that if that's if you feel like that's going to protect your kids from unneeded judgment or bullying or any of that then totally go for it um now my situation is that we I think we're very lucky um so we do involve our kids in the things that we do not everything like I would say majority of it I would usually do by myself just because their attention span is very small um but I we don't hide anything like we have books out on the bookshelves we have crystals everywhere we have a pentacle on the wall we you know we openly talk about things so we we don't shy away from it And I think at first I was a little bit concerned with Poppy going into school. She's in year one now. Um, I was a bit concerned with what the backlash would be because she's very honest. She doesn't really hold back, um, which is an amazing quality about Poppy. She's very confident within herself. She's, you know, she just says it how it is. 
So I knew that she would talk about it. Um, she wouldn't bat an eyelid. She would tell everyone. And I was right because when I would pick her up from school, I'd have all the kids yelling through the window, are you a witch? Poppy said you're a witch. And um, at first I wasn't quite sure how to answer it because I'm like, how are they saying it? Are they accusing? Is it like a, a, a you evil kind of statement or is that curiosity? So at first I would kind of just like laugh and like not answer, like give them like a mysterious look and not really answer the question. Um, Cause I kind of wanted to see how it was going to play out. And then the most amazing thing happened where Poppy and her friends really um, embraced it. You know, she would come home from school and I would say like, what did you, what did you do at school today? And she would say, I played, you know, we did this with this and then I played with my friends and I'm like, and what did you play? And she goes, well, we made potions and we did spells and, you know, we were all witches and we did this, we did that. And I was like, oh, did they all want to be witches? And she goes, yeah, we're all witches. And so then I realized that they weren't saying things to me in a fearful way. They were actually really interested in it. And so pretty much every day, even to this day, they all, all her friends come together and they say they're all witches and now they've evolved where they are really interested in goddesses and they've all got their own goddess. Like one day Poppy came home and she was like, my, my goddess is Hecate and my friend wanted one who works with animals and my other friend were all green witches and she wanted one that works with trees. And so they're totally embracing it. And I've spoken to some of their parents and they're all for it as well. So we're very lucky in that we just happen to have a group of parents who are, I mean, up in the hills, I would kind of have expected this anyway, but everyone is very open-minded. There's absolutely no judgment. Like they all know what I do. They all know my business. No one even bats an eyelid. So we feel very comfortable in, I guess, just encouraging that. And we've even had some of Poppy's friends come over like on the school holidays when we were, um, they came over to play and I set up things where they could make potions together and they all made their own like charm bags and they were all for it. So that was really cool. It was really cool to like see that acceptance. And I think one thing that we need to remember is that kids are now very, open to things like the next generations they have been exposed to so much and I think we forget how open-minded they actually are and one thing I will say and I'm a massive fan of Harry Potter I know there's a lot of controversy in the things that she has said and I I'm not talking about that part but Harry, I mean, I grew up with Harry Potter. We were the same ages when the books came out. Like he was, he like Harry Potter was like my whole life and I'm still completely obsessed. But one thing I will say is that one of the amazing things that Harry Potter has given to the world is that it made witches and wizards the good guys. It made them normal. It made them just like us. They went to school, they learned things, they had friends, 
They had good guys and they had bad guys, just like in any religion, there's extremes on both ends. And I really think it normalized witchcraft. So kids these days don't see witches as baddies. They see them as Harry Potter and Hermione who work hard. They learn things, they fight evil, they do the right thing. They care for each other. And so I think we need to remember that, that that kids, they are, I think they're more willing to embrace it than we, than we think. And also then maybe what we were like when we were growing up. Um, And I, I do definitely thank things like Harry Potter for that. Um, And it was funny because Poppy for her birthday this year, she wanted a Harry Potter birthday, which I was all about because like, let's be honest, that's, my dream birthday party too um (laughs) and she so we found this amazing place that they totally embraced the harry potter theme like they had a potions room that was done up like potions and harry potter they all had a desk they all had a cauldron they had a herbology room where they all had lunch and they ate cake in there and the room was like lined in bottles and plants and all this crazy stuff And they had a professor who she was amazing because she was like very strict, very Snape-like. And the kids loved her because she was so rude and sassy. And like they'd get sorted into houses. And um, if one was in Hufflepuff, she goes, oh, well, you're a bit silly, aren't you? And they thought it was amazing. Like it was just the funniest thing to watch because they loved it. And like, it was just like funny to see as well. The parents were so into it. They were also keen. And these kids were literally making potions, learning about plants, like totally diving into a witchcraft world, but they were all for it. So I thought that was just like a really funny thing to witness how different time is now compared to what it used to be. You know, you used to go as a witch to a Halloween party because they were scary when now it's like Harry Potter birthdays where everyone's a witch getting involved. So times have definitely changed for the better. Um, So I think to summarize that, if you feel comfortable that your kids will have an experience where they won't be judged and they'll be embraced and, you know, you feel confident and comfortable, then I don't think you should hold back. You know, I think you should just let them say and do what they want to do and see how it plays out. But that's just me. Again, it really is about what your experience is, what your school is like, the people that are there. Everyone is different. So next is how do we involve our kids? Um, so like I said before, I don't involve them in everything. Like a lot of it, I I don't even do with Patty. I, I just do by myself because I feel like witchcraft is a very personal thing. So I won't involve them in spell work or ritual work. That's pretty much just left to me. Um, but these are the things that we do. Um, we do involve them with. So the first, our first rule has always been, we don't force our beliefs on them. Um, We kind of let them come to us. Like I grew up, I went to an Anglican school, but my parents never made me believe in anything. I was always left to kind of make my own mind up about what I did and didn't believe. Um, 
which I really appreciated. And so we have a very similar thought with our kids now. Like if they wanted to practice something completely different, I honestly don't care. As long as they're not hurting anybody, I don't care. So I've never forced them to do what we do. I just kind of let them come to us and they did very quickly, Um, especially Poppy. She is such a witch. So she was onto it straight away. Noah, I think he, he's kind of like, yeah, cool. Like he doesn't really think twice about it. It's just whatever to him, but I think he's interested, but Poppy's the one who's super, super keen. Um, So yes, we just kind of let them come at their own pace. Uh, But one thing that we always do as a family, and I think is a really good starting place if you want to involve your kids, is by using the Sabbaths and the seasons. That is one of our biggest family witch activities, I guess, um, because there are so many ways to involve them in it. A lot of them aren't even like super witchy, but they're really fun for kids to get involved in. Um, So for example, you know, we'll always explain like what the Sabbath is or the season, what's happening in nature around us. And they can like look out the window and they can see that for themselves. So I think that alone is exciting for them because it's like a visual thing. Um, They can see, you know, if we're going into Mabin, they can see the leaves are turning brown and, you know, all the different flowers that have come out and how the world has changed around them. I think they really love to kind of dive into that visual sense um and another thing is cooking cooking is a big part of our um sabbath celebrations and we will always have different activities or like cooking activities that we all do together um and it's nice because it's kind of because we've been doing it for a few years now it's kind of become like a fun tradition so for example um a good one is in bulk. When we go into in bulk, we always make our own butter um, from scratch, which is so fun. Like it's just so much like it's just so fun because it really like connects you back to how things used to be done. I mean, obviously they didn't use a KitchenAid back in the day. They churned butter a little bit differently. So look, I'll be honest, I'll probably take ours because it's much quicker than how they used to churn butter. But we so we make our own butter. And from the butter, you can you also get buttermilk. Um, so we take, like obviously you have the butter, we then get the buttermilk. And out of that, we make soda bread. And then we also make the next morning, we'll make buttermilk pancakes. And so they're all for it because, you know, the butter you can put on the bread. They Who doesn't love bread? Then we get to make pancakes and it's this whole activity and they love like being able to make things with that they've made themselves, like use the butter that they made themselves, put the milk in the pancakes and because they did that. So they get really excited because they were a part of that experience. And then um, what else? Like on Astara, we make hot cross buns and they do that from scratch. And again, they're so proud of it. And, uh, you know, as you're doing it, you can explain like why you're using certain ingredients, why you're making certain things and how that's associated with that Sabbath. So you're kind of like sprinkling in a little bit of like witchy education for them, but they might take it on board. They might not. But 
you know, it's just nice to like bring that, have that conversation come up that way. Um, and then we always play music. That's another big thing with the Sabbath is we're very into music and, you know, we get a lot of like pagan witchy music to do with that season and Sabbath. Um, so that kind of like sets the mood and the kids love it. Like, especially I think there's ones like at Beltane, there's lots of like drums and it can get a little bit hectic. So they're always running around crazy, pretending to be crazy witches but they love it so I think music is a really cool thing to incorporate into the day even just to have it in the background it kind of like brings that magic into the home in a very like subtle kind of subtle way um and then we always have our feast um you know usually it'll be dinner but we always do that together so that can incorporate some of the things that we've made throughout the day or it's just using the food that is in that season. So, for example, we would do like for Beltane and um, and Letha, the summer solstice, has lots of like fresh fruit, berries, um, like fresh salad and just all the things that you would buy in abundance around you and it always tastes amazing and the kids can like put it all together and usually we'll make like a big platter of food so you can like pick and choose whatever you want and it's so so much fun and then for Yule it's the complete opposite so it's all like carbs (laughs) so it's like we'll have like a roast or a chicken pie or something that's like super warming and yummy and or like saw when we do pumpkin soup which the kids love um so it's just like finding those meals that really capture that sabbat and then they they get it and they're really excited for it as well because you like talk it up throughout the day and the house smells amazing and so doing things like that it's just fun it kind of just makes a celebration just by getting everybody together and enjoying food. Like food has so much magic in that. It really brings people together. Um, And then what else? So then you can incorporate just little things as well throughout the day. So for example, for Beltane and Letha again, there's very much that fairy association. So we will do things like uh, the kids will go and make a fairy garden outside and they spend ages doing it. They go and find flowers or crystals, or we have like little fairy statues and they make up a little village and then they make an offering, which they're so, they're so keen for. So we give them like a little dish each and they put honey in it and they put little crystal chips or whatever. Sometimes they write letters to the fairies and they put it all together themselves and they go out and you can hear them like whispering to the fairies, like, this is for you. I made this. I really want to see you and like it's so it's so cute to see so I think giving them jobs like that you just see them light up because they're involved and they're so part of the magic and kids love that they love being a part of something magical so if you can set something up like that for them they'll shine they'll love it um they also Poppy's very into because we're coming up to Yule she always remembers that Yule is like Christmas and Christmas means presents. So I'm, I have no doubt in my mind that all conversation will come up soon going, so are we getting a Yule present soon? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good lesson to teach, but yeah, that's definitely something they are, 
they're keen to explore. And usually I will do something like a witchy present. Like I think, I think they got a witchy book last year. I remember, but yeah, that's, it is a fun thing to do if you're keen to do something like that. Um, so yes, the Sabbaths are really, they're a really easy place to start to get kids involved in, um, in your witchy practice. Another one is the moon. The moon, again, it's out every day. It's always there. It's something visual that they can see. And I think um, following the lunar cycle is a really cool way to kind of keep up the routine of incorporating that magic in their lives every day if you really want to follow it. Um, but it gives you little places, like placements to do certain things. Like, for example, um, on the full moon, we will do cards together. And Poppy loves this. Anytime you say it's the full moon, she goes, can we do cards? So we will, I'll let her pick out like an Oracle deck and she, she knows how to like fan them all out and how to like intuitively pick the one that is calling to her. And so we, we do that together and she loves it. That's like what we do instead of a bedtime story, we'll do cards. So the full moon has that practice. And then on a new moon, you can make a wish because it's all about, you know, new beginnings, new you know, manifesting. So they know that when the new moon is here, they can make a wish. And usually it involves some kind of like LOL toy or something, but whatever, that's their wish. And so that's what we've told them to do. So even though it's just two phases, you can incorporate the dark if you want to, you can do the waning or whatever. Um, but I think the moon is just a really beautiful place as well to begin because it's there. It's a physical thing. They can look out the window every night and learn like where, where it is, what phase it's in, what that phase means. That's something that you can do together. Um, another one is crystals. Yes. Crystals, the addiction, you can start it young. Um, but I think crystals are really fun like I remember as a kid loving crystals and obviously to me then they weren't magical they were just like fun to play with but kids are so drawn to crystals I remember any market I've ever done I would have kids all day looking at the bowl of crystals I had there there was like a moth to the flame they love them they're drawn to them and they kid I mean remember that kids pick up on so much because they are so open so things like that that have that high energy they're onto it straight away so crystals are a fun one um, so we started just by picking a couple and I would teach them what they mean so they know like I think it was like rose quartz amethyst citrine and black tourmaline were the first ones and they know that like Amethyst is good for, to get rid of bad dreams. Rose quartz is good for your heart. Um, citrine is good to make wishes. And black tourmaline gets rid of all the bad vibes. Um, and that's like, that's where they began. Um, and then we have also brought them to crystal shops before, which is like heaven to a kid. They, their eyes nearly fell out of their head because they were like where do I even begin and so they got to pick out a crystal and there's some really cool crystal places around like I know there's one 
where they had like dinosaurs and and just huge things in the in the like backyard area and you just look it up there'll be a million crystal places around like that but um they they love it and it's just funny to see like which ones they're drawn to and then it's like a good project because you can say like you know pick out one two three and then let's go home and research like what their properties are and why you think you were drawn to that and then one thing that we've done is we made like a little crystal kit as well so I would put out a whole bunch of different crystals and they had to pick three, like they had to use their intuition and they had to pick three and make their own crystal kits. And then they would learn like what the properties were for each one after and why they would use it. And then they'd have like a special bag and just the, it was just like really special to them because it was something that they picked themselves. They learned about it and they can use it however they want to use it. I mean, we do have so many crystals lying around the house now because why why put things away when you can scatter them on the floor is my kids theory but anyway they do enjoy doing that so crystals is another place a really good place to to involve kids um and another one is books there are so many beautiful books out there that explain witchcraft in a beautiful childlike way um and so I have a couple here that we we love. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see the front cover when I hold it up, but I will explain them anyway. But these are just some of the ones that we incorporate. They're all picture books um, and they just kind of dive into different aspects of witchcraft and explain it in a story so kids can understand it. It's not, it's not like a... Um, you know, like one of our witchy books that are chapters and chapters and chapters of information because a kid will be like, this is the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. But explaining things in a story, it just gets them on their level and it really, you know, it kind of plants a seed and they can think about it in their own way. So one of the ones I love, it's called The Little Coven um, by Penny Harrison. And that's what it looks like if you're watching it. But basically it's about these three girls who are little girls. They have made their own coven. Um, they're all friends and they meet up and they do magic together. And they all have their own powers. So let me have a look. So they're in a forest. And it talks about nature and where all the trees grow and the mushrooms grow. And so it's got Eve who loves adventure, races broomsticks. She can summon up the sunshine when her friends are feeling down. Uh, Florence has a healing touch. She soothes, soothes with homemade balms. She knows every herb and flower and protects her friends with charms. Oh, it's so cute. And Sabine, with wise and mystic ways, can sense when all's not well. She charts the stars for silvery paths of fortunes yet to tell. And so basically it just like talks about how they do magic together and different elements of uh, magic that you can choose and they grow older and they still have their coven, but they support each other in their own ways. And it's just a really beautiful book. So I highly recommend that. I think I actually got it from Kmart, but you can get it from any bookstore. If you want to support small um, businesses, definitely go there first, but I highly recommend The Little Coven. 
And then there's a, a place I found on Instagram. It's called Moon Dust Press. They, I think they must, Moon Dust Press. They are, a, a, I guess, a, a book publisher maybe over in the US, but they make picture books um, for kids that are all to do with witchcraft. So I have two of them. One of them's called Brina. Let me get that Brina here. And it's a really beautiful book. It's about a girl who is trying to find uh, what path of witchcraft she connects with. So is she a green witch? She a sea witch? Is she a lunar witch? And she goes over all the different paths and what they do and do they fit her and what, you know, where, where does she belong? So I think that's a really good one to help explain what witchcraft is and the different paths that you can choose and about finding what you feel most connected with especially in regards to the nature element. Like if, you know, you really love being at the beach, maybe you love doing sea witchery, you know, do you love being outside working with flowers? Maybe you like green witchery. So it kind of explains that in a really beautiful way. And then there's one called Sunday, the sea witch, pretty self-explanatory what this one's about. Um, but basically the story is Sunday lives in the, at the ocean and she is, she's a sea witch and she's a little girl as well. And she has this beautiful connection with the ocean and works all this amazing magic, but then her family move away um, and they don't live near the ocean anymore. And she feels really lost, like she has lost a part of herself, but then she realizes that she can still connect with the magic of the water by um, going to a river that she finds nearby or by going in the bath or by just, you know, going in the rain and how that magic can be found anywhere, not just in one place. And a lot of it lives inside you. So it has a really beautiful message. Um, so I really like that one. I think it's, I think it's so beautiful. So yeah, they're just some of the ones I know there's one, uh, I think I have one still in in the Wiccan Sage store called We Witches. And it go, it's a very educational one because it goes through the alphabet, but each letter has to do with something to do with witchcraft. So it's like, I think C is coven. I don't remember the rest. I probably should have got an example, but that's a good one if you're wanting to incorporate a little bit of education as well as a bit of witchcraft called we witches um but yeah if you want to find books like that i think they are really good to explain to kids what it is you practice in a really cool fun way for them to understand and then of course you have things like harry potter for the older kids um or for yourself i still read harry potter but that again it, it takes away that fear from witches um and gives them a bit more power and fun and, you know, all the different elements. Um, and there's also actually a lot of books out there now about elementals. Like we have one that's all about mermaids and it, but it's not a story. It's like, it talks about like mermaids are found here. This is what they look like. This is the power that they have. So I think it's just amazing. Like what you can find um, to cater to what, 
your child had like their interests in witchcraft. It's just amazing. The times we are in now are amazing. Um, so they're the books. And then I think it's just like lessons, like general lessons that I think every human should practice, but they do align with witchcraft and the morals that go with that. So we always talk about gratitude. Um, you should always show gratitude for everything, even the little things, which is a big lesson we're talking about with our kids at the moment is gratitude. And it's actually gotten to the point where at dinner time, Poppy or Noah will go, let's go around and everyone has to say three things that they are grateful for about today. And they'll do that without any prompt. They, they just know that it's nice to do something like that. So we're big on gratitude. We're big on teaching about karma and how you shouldn't harm people um, because you know, what goes around comes around, but if you do something good, then that good energy will come back to you as well. So it's always important to control the energy that you put out. Um, big on respecting nature because you need to, and we need to look after the planet and how you should always, before you go and rip leaves or flowers off things, you should always ask permission, um, you know, just little things like that. And then you know, things like manifesting, like positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. So if they're having a day where they're just having, you know, they're being negative Nancy's and huffing and puffing can say, well, you can put that out into the world, but it means that your day might just end up, you know, the same or worse, or you can say, no, today is going to be a good day and good things are going to happen. And you will be attracting more good things into your life because you've changed your mindset. So I think like just like finding a few little lessons like that that kind of align with witchcraft and the the um, intentions that that kind of has is a nice a nice thing to do with them as well. Um, but they're probably the main ways that we incorporate witchcraft with our kids and how we include them into it. I'm sure that's going to evolve over time. Like I know. I know Poppy will want to get more involved. And I think when she's bigger, I'd probably bring her to like um, full moon circles or, you know, like Sabbath circles or something like that. I think she would probably really enjoy that. Maybe And no, if no one wants to do it as well, he can definitely do it. But I think the more they grow and evolve, we'll probably let them guide us with what they want to learn about and get involved with but it's really up to them. Ball's in their court. We're just here to facilitate whatever it is they want. Um, now, that's probably the main thing. So I, I do have a very special guest today, um, someone that is very keen to, to come on and have a chat. And I thought considering what we were talking about, um, which is involving kids in witchcraft, then who better to talk to than this person? Because really only they can answer these questions. We can't do it because we're too old. So the guest I have today is Poppy. <laughs> she is my daughter. She's six years old and she is very excited to be, to be a guest. Um, so I'm going to be asking her a couple of questions about 
uh, what she thinks a witch is and what witchcraft is and what she likes to do and all of that. So I hope you enjoy. She, uh, she has a lot to say. She, it's going to be a good one. So I hope you guys get a lot out of it. And uh, here we go with Miss Poppy May. So I have a very special guest with me today. I have, <laughs> I have got my six-year-old daughter, Poppy. She Hi. is joining me. Can you say hello? Hi. And I thought, what better person to interview about kids and witchcraft than the very own Poppy May Harvey? <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thanks. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you some questions and you just tell me what you think, all right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So can you tell everyone uh, your name and how mm. old you are? I'm Poppy and I'm six, which you already answered. I me. did. I did already say that. You're right. <laughs> um, now, Poppy, how do you like to start your day? Do you have a routine that you like yes, to do? I like, I like, um, like sitting on a couch and then I like, screaming at my parents you do like to scream a lot yes <laughs> and what do you like to have for breakfast every day white biscuits yes and you do and you're a slow starter aren't you, you you're a bit yeah. sleepy when you wake up in the morning and I always feel like staying on the couch and I'm always screaming at people to say no I'm trying to sleep that's right you're a bit sleepy yeah. um but do you have like a, is there anything you yeah. like to do? You are, oh, you're more, you do more gratitude in the, at the end of the day, don't you? Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Um, so how do you feel about mummy being a witch? I feel good. So that means like we get to do fun potions. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. But you like it? You didn't yeah. think it was weird when I first told you? No, I felt, I felt like it was going to be fun. So we can like look at cool like things like mm -hmm. making candles and herbs and yeah that's good that's really nice and when I say a witch what do you think a witch is like how would you describe a witch well I describe a witch like uh I don't know how to describe a witch it's I hard because I don't know what it's well, what things do you think of when you think of a witch I think like baking potions and doing some spells with wands but we don't really use ones we just like get herbs and mm -hmm. make a little spell yeah so it's a bit weird for me but I like it and what kind of witch do you think that you are what what do you tell me that I, you are I feel like a green witch a green witch why do you think you're a green witch I like nature too bad you like nature if, if I ever leave the forest I'm going to cry yeah and you're always outside playing with flowers and, and yeah. herbs, aren't you? Yeah, I'm always making experiments with jellies and wishing strawberries and making something with leaves and flowers. You are. That's very true. And dirt and flowers. And um, what's your favourite witchy thing that we do together? Mm, like make those bags, what we made when my friends were here. Oh, the charm bags. Yeah. That was fun, wasn't when, it? When um, Poppy was here. Yeah. Yeah. What were they for? Were they they were for good w luck? Yeah, they were for wishing. For right. making a wish. That's yeah, right. But they never came to me. Not yet. Sometimes they take a while. Do you remember what you wished for? Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you. Don't say. 
Yeah, sometimes they take a while and they happen in different ways that you might think. So you have to be patient. And um, would you like, you know, whenever it's a Sabbath and we are like one of those witchy holidays. What's Sabbath? So, you know, when we have the witchy holidays and so sometimes we make lots of food together. Yeah, like soul cakes. Yeah, like soul cakes. We did that for Sarwen, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, kind of like soul cakes, just not that much. We don't eat a lot of soul cakes, though. <laughs> no. But I love them. What do we do? What about when it was a star or we made hot cross buns? Mm. You liked those ones. Mm. And remember we made um, butter at Imbolc? Oh, yeah, butter was, well, a bit crazy. It was a bit crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> I remember what we made. Imbolc. <laughs> remember what we made out of the buttermilk yeah do you remember what we had then for breakfast the next morning um, okay oh yeah that was fun wasn't it and do you know the next one coming up is yule let's see if you can remember that one yule is like christmas and you like get a pleasant but that's right <laughs> but but sometimes you give people presents but you don't get one or sometimes people give you presents mm. and they don't get one it's, it's all bit... about giving yeah. isn't it so that's coming up in a few weeks. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, it's going to be really good. So what do you think about people who think that witches are weird or I, evil? I, most people feel like that, but that I'm, I hide it. Some, sometimes I hide it so I don't get like, the, so people don't notice, like my friends, they think witches are real, but I just hide it. So they you don't, don't tell know. people? No, because I want to keep it secret. So because when they, when they see somebody who's a witch, they don't really want to save them. And they're my friends and they don't really want to. But you, but you do witchy things with your friends at school. Only, only like a couple friends, but not every single oh. friend. I want to keep it a bit secret. So do you just like suss out who you think will be accepting of it and you yes. talk to them about it yeah because you have a lot of friends who like poppy and millie yeah and like alessandra yeah you've got Charlotte, some who are really guys. like into it and you can talk to them about it like you were talking about all your goddesses that you have with poppy millie yeah what who was yours um mine was um Do you remember no take a take Hecate, yes. That's Hecate. right. You like her, don't you? Yeah, she's my favourite because I have a key, but I don't know where the necklace is at all. I'm sure it's around somewhere. I actually don't. And what, yeah. so what was the reaction of people at school when you told them that mummy was a witch or that you were a witch? They're like, what? That is so cool. But some people are like, that is so bad. I'm never going to talk to you. That's what some people like. Some people have said that. Do you think that they just don't understand or do you think that yeah. they just think they've heard stories where witches are baddies? I think both. Both? I don't think. And so that's when you could find out who were the ones that you could talk to about it and who were the ones you were just going to be quiet. Mm. But is there a story that you know where witches aren't evil? They're actually really good. Yeah, like um, Room Loon. Um, room on a broom. I said room alone. <laughs> That's right. Room on a broom. She's a good witch, isn't she? Yeah, but it kind of gives me a break because the dra- you don't you get scared of the dragon, don't yeah. you? Um, at the um, I did play what I did with it. Mm-hmm. I got like oh, 
Something like that. Yeah, Poppy saw a room on a broom in a play. Yeah, and it was a bit, a bit spooky. Because the dragon was like so realistic and, wow. the, and the people so realistic. You, you would have seen it and you would have Oh my cried. gosh. <laughs> but there's something else. There's another movie as well that you like where. Um, Hocus Pocus? Hocus, well, Hocus Pocus, the witches are a little bit naughty in that one. They're a bit cheeky. But there's another <laughs> movie that you're really into. That Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. You had a Harry Potter birthday party, didn't you? I love it so bad. It was good, wasn't if, it? If Harry Potter ever goes off the TV, I'm going to die for it. <laughs> I want it to say it's, it's the best movie. It's popular for me, but it's not for anybody else. <laughs> I think it's popular for a couple of people. But if, if it's popular for a couple of people, it's not popular. Mm. I don't know. But it's so, popular for me. <laughs> so what would you say to other kids who wanted to get into witchcraft, who um, wanted to be a witch? Poppy Millie, I, I just magic them away. What would you say, how would you tell them they should start? Like what are some things they can do to start? Well, I tell them to start like... Okay, if you want to be a witch, start like hiding it. If you don't really want, if people who are scared of witches, just hide it. But if people what you trust, like me, you can. Mm -hmm. And I tell them. So, um, I teach people like to be, like first I give them a walk and maybe just scratch, um, a little. What when when I train them, Mm -hmm. so like scratch a bit of paper. Is it like a magical rock? Yeah, I like, I make them a witch and I say, keep it. And if you want to do any of those marks again, you can, because they're training. So you'd make like magical symbols. Yeah. Do you know what they're called? They're called sigils. That's pretty cool that you know how to do that. And what other things can people do to get into witchcraft that you like to do? I don't know, but I have a crystal. You do have a crystal. They're everywhere in this house, aren't they? Well, you, that's one thing is you could work with crystals. Yeah, now I've got a whole bunch. And what's what about there's one thing that you like and you're really interested in that I'm, comes out in the sky? I'm interested of, like, weather. Interest. Oh, the weather? Yeah, I'm interested, like, of today. Um, What is today called? The... Today? Yeah, what what's the date? The thirty first of May. Yeah, the thirty first <laughs> May. I I was interested of the weather. It was like super stormy at the start. Of the day. Then at the end, it got calmer, and I was like, it's mm. a bit weird because it told us to all day will be crazy, but it wasn't that crazy in the afternoon. So I mm-hmm. got a bit. So you were trying to read the weather today. Yeah. And what about there's something in the sky? We just put them down a little bit. There's something in the sky that we we look at sometimes, and sometimes it's really big, and sometimes it's really small. The moon. The moon. That's right. So you like, can follow the moon, and we can also see star signs in the sky. If that's right. At night. And I what star up. sign are you, puppy? Pisces. You're a Pisces. So what animal does that make you? Um, a fish. You're a fish. And she tries to eat me because she's a Leo. Yes. Maybe she ate me, and then <laughs> I came to a baby. Maybe he ain't Noah, and then he can see you, baby. Mm. Maybe. So, what do we do at a full moon? We've done um, that a couple of times. Um, cards. Do cards. That's right. So people, other kids could follow the moon. That's a good place to start. Uh-huh. Now, puppy, what's one thing that you like to do? Um, 
at the end of the day. I like to hug you. You do like to hug me. But what what what's something that you like to do at dinner time as well? I like. What do you like to talk about? We go around a circle. And we talk about what we're grateful for. What we're grateful for. But we didn't do it today. We didn't. Maybe we should do it um, after we finish this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I have got some questions that I ask everybody. Don't be scared. They're not scary. But you just tell me the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. So what is your favorite movie? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Or Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is a good movie. Yeah. She is obsessed with it. I do love Winnie the Pooh. What is your favourite book? Um, what is it called again? That big book with all like those people what like the big bad wolf, Mrs. Um, the big bad wolf. Like um, all those people like the pixie thing and I don't know what that one is. Well, it could be um, Joey. Oh, Charlie Cook's. Yeah. What is it? Charlie Cook's favorite book. Yeah, Charlie That's Cook's favorite book. That's a good one. Book. And also the big Harry Potter book. Yeah, the Harry Potter book. And we the Winnie the Pooh book. Those are all my books. Wait, nice. I, I can't have a favorite out of those people. I, I don't know. I just, you like all of them. You can like more than one. Um, I like a lot. I like a lot. That's okay. <laughs> I said I don't really like a lot, but I like a lot. That's mm-hmm. what I just said. <laughs> I don't really like a lot, but I like a lot. Now, do you have an animal that you have a special connection with? Any sea animals. Any well, sea animals? Well, not really sea animals, only fishes because I am a fish. Because you're a fish. I'm really connected to cats. Every time I see a cat, I can't control myself to pet it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but if it runs wet, I'm like, nah. But you... So we have a cat called Sage and Sage like me. she is obsessed with Poppy. But she's not obsessed with her. She's not. She bites her like she goes like that. She does. I feed her, I give her everything and she attacks me all the time. But Poppy flings her around <laughs> like a toy and Sage just follows Poppy like she's a god. Isn't she? She loves you. She sleeps with you every night. That's why that's my trick. She she likes me because she likes me exercise. She likes to go, Mama, how to do that. That's true. Okay. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? France. France? Why? I don't I don't know because my dad has a France accent and there's a lot of cheese. He doesn't have cheese. a French accent. Wait. Um, he's Irish. Oh, but his um parents went there. No, they're Irish too. Hmm. We went to France, so didn't we? Yeah, I just love that country. Yeah, so you liked much. eating all the cheese and the croissants. So I wish I could do go to what now? Go to France or Disneyland right now? Yeah, because it would be fireworks and everybody in Disneyland that way, and it'll be the best right now. <laughs> it would at be at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be. It's actually going to be morning at Disneyland right now. Right now, it would be yeah. Yeah. So, but I would still love it because. I get to see Mickey and I have Mickey pancakes. So. That's right. Yeah. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> All right. Last question. No more. Well, maybe you'll come back another time. We'll do more questions. Okay. But last question is what makes you happy? Hugging you. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Yeah. Isn't she so cute? Thank you. Was that fun? And I've also got a Milo phone. 
Ring, ring. Oh hello. My gosh, this yes. is where we end the interview because she starts going crazy. Uh, hello. Yes, I know. But give, thank give you. me five million pieces. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for being here, Poppy. Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. Yes. Stay. No, 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 no. You stay till the end. Mm. So if you want to connect with me more, you know all the places. One is Instagram. Poppy, do you want to say my Instagram place? What's it called? Witch and Sage. Wick and Sage. I thought Witch and Sage. Witch and Sage. Wick and Sage. Oh, I thought it's Witch and Sage. Witch and Sage is also cool, but I'm at Wick and Sage. Or you can watch us right now on YouTube, and that's at Rose Thorn Cottage, and you can see this little cutie. Or uh, if you want, you can also jump over to Patreon and hang out with us there. We're going to have our own little Yule party soon, which will be really fun. And who knows, Poppy might even make an appearance on that one. Say hello what, to everybody. What's I mean, go on and say hello. Oh. Like, to, are you a peer? I go, like, if I just pretend I wasn't here, I was like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hello, hi, <laughs> bye. <laughs> That's exactly right. So um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and my beautiful guest and uh, i will see you on the next one bye do you want to say bye bye, bye. <laughs>